Hey there, Blessed Mama. This is Kelly and Blair from our cozy homes, and you are listening to the Blessed Mama Bosses podcast, the show where we are talking all about being a mom, raising boys and girls, running businesses, marriage, and oh yeah, trying to take care of our bodies and our mind all in the everyday chaos of life. If you love talking with your girlfriends, getting ideas and advice from those who have been there before you, then this is the podcast for you. Listen, we've been through cancer, brain tumor, addiction, marriage ups and downs, parenting ups and downs, successful businesses all the while, then this is the podcast for you. You're not going to want to miss any episode. Join us every Tuesday morning. Let's get started. Hey there, Blessed Mamas. Today is episode 148, all about mindset, how to stay happy without positivity bypass so that you can have success in all areas of your life. That means with your family, that means with yourself, that means with your business, your career. Now today, as we talk about this, about how to stay positive without just positivity bypass, you might be thinking, I don't really even understand what you're talking about. All right. So one of the things I want to share, and I feel like it's really important that Kelly and I share this, is because we are both strong women. We both have businesses that have excelled, right? But we've both been through a lot of hard things. Kelly's been through a brain tumor. She's been through some health issues with her child. She's been through some health issues with her husband. I've been through bankruptcy. I've been through my husband's addiction. I've been through cancer. And yes, those are big things, but we also have like everyday things we go through, right? And I know you can all relate, especially after the last couple of years of what's been going on here in our world, right? And so when we say we want you to be positive, we want you to have a good outlook. And I know you hear Kelly and I I say that a lot. We also want to make sure we're sharing the message of not doing positivity bypass. And so I'm going to share with you today what that means and how we do that. So for starters, positivity bypass is when you believe that everything's going to work out in the end if you just stay positive, which by the way, I do believe that because it's very clear in God's word that he says all things work together for for his people, right? And we are his people. So I do believe that everything's going to work together. But what happens is when you just constantly say to yourself, well, it doesn't matter. Everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. And you don't ever feel the emotion is this will lead to people suppressing their negative emotions and refusing to deal with their problems head on. So we really want you guys to think today, have you ever done that before? Have you ever just suppressed those feelings? Now, I will tell you during my cancer journey, I did not. I did a really good job of feeling the feels, of having those emotions. But I will tell you, looking back on Ryan's addiction, on bankruptcy, I maybe cried one time. Okay, that's not healthy. And I definitely did not deal with my emotions. I, I I would always use this phrase. I just pulled up my big girl panties and I kept going. And although I do believe you need to pull up your big girl panties sometimes, you need to do the do, you also need to feel the emotions. So if you've ever done that before, you're going to be able to relate with this podcast today. Or if you've ever had someone say to you, like when you're going through a hard time or when you're not feeling super happy and you're having a rough time, they say, oh, just go write down your gratitudes. Everything's going to be okay. Oh, just think positive. Everything's going to be okay. Now, what I'm not saying, and I want you to hear me loud and clear, is that gratitudes and staying positive are bad things. They are not. They are amazing things. They are actually scientifically proven to help you. But what I have found in my life is that I wasn't actually dealing with any emotions. I was just constantly pushing them down. I always had a smile on my face. I'll actually never forget when I first started on the vitamin supplements that Kelly and I sell, Thrive, this was August of 2014. And when I started sharing it with people about how amazing I was feeling, they're like, well, you're always smiling. 
smiling. You always feel good. People actually thought that I was faking how great I felt because I did positivity bypass so well. So I'm so excited to share this with you guys today. And I hope that you guys can relate and I hope that this can help you. So here's the thing, suppressing and not dealing with your emotions will lead to anger, to over drinking or using other forms of drugs that will just basically numb you, right? When Ryan looks back at what happened with him, he would 100% say he was going through a really hard time. And instead of dealing with it, he used oxy to get through it, right? Unbalanced hormones. Did you know it can actually mess up your hormone levels when you don't actually deal with emotions and you just suppress them? Uh, the masculine and feminine overload. So like when I was going through that time with um, our bankruptcy and Ryan's addiction, I definitely took on a masculine role. And then that put me on a masculine path. And it was very hard for me to rebalance with my feminine. Uh, it also can lead to disease and even cancer. Yes, there's scientific proof now that not dealing with trauma in your body can deal or can turn into cancer. Now, okay, we explained it all to you and you're like, I get it, but what's the difference between positivity and positivity bypass and how do I do this? Like, give me the details. So today we're going to share with you four ways to help you to not do positivity bypass. And I hate speaking in a negative. So maybe I twist it around to here's four ways to feel your emotion, but still stay positive. Does that sound good? All right, let's get started. So I'm actually going to have Kelly share with you guys tip number one. Yeah. And I love this. When we first were talking about this topic, you know, Blair had to really explain it to me. And as soon as she explained it, I was like, oh, I've done this so much of my life. And I think it's like for a lot of people, it's your natural, innate way to handle things, right? Especially people who have a lot going on or have to be the strong one, or you've always been the strong one, or you want to appear that way. Um, so these tips are going to be so helpful today. No longer picking up the rug and sweeping things under it. Right. And what I love so much about these tips that we're getting ready to share is these can not only be for you, but for other members of your family, for your children, for your spouse, for your friends. So make sure that you hit the share button on this, post it in your stories and really share this out with people. So the very first one is work out and release your emotions. And here's the thing. If you were to go up to my kids and say, what happens when you work out? They would literally repeat this. And it's so funny because I've taught them so much that moving your body, it releases endorphins. It releases serotonin. What do endorphins and serotonin do? They bring happiness to you. They they help things, right? They help get your body going. And when you're working out and you're moving your body, if you're able to grunt or if you're able to scream, these even can release different emotions as well. So if you don't, if this is something you're not doing, you truly can go and work out and release these emotions. Go on a walk. It doesn't have to be, you know, high intensity. You don't have to go join a gym. It can literally be walking around outside, breathing in the fresh air, taking that in, releasing those endorphins, get your serotonin going. And it is truly can really impact your feelings and happiness. Yes. And you're so good at this, Kelly. And I have learned, I have to say, I never thought that was really true for me. I always thought, well, that's so great. Everybody else feels great when they work out. But I've actually, when I was going through cancer, read the scientific research on how important it is. And so I love that. And, you know, one of the things that I do too, is I kind of like will scream or grunt it out while I'm at the gym. And I used to think that was so annoying, right? But now I realize why it's so important. You're releasing something. 
So tip number two is to journal or meditate. Okay. First of all, they're two totally different things. And if you can do both, even better. But this is for a lot of you, maybe the first time that you've ever committed to actually journaling regularly. And journaling doesn't have to take forever. Okay. One of the best things that we do here in our house is a morning routine every single morning. I'm pretty sure Kelly still does it too. We sit down, actually, Ryan and I even just created a new journal because so many people have asked us for it. But every morning, it's kind of like journaling because I can release what's going on or the pains or the frustrations that I have, right? And so whether that's a morning devotion time where you guys are writing your gratitudes and your prayer requests and you're letting go of things that way, or you having private time alone to write in a journal, sometimes when I'm feeling very frustrated, I'll write down everything. And I'll be super honest and negative and share things that maybe I don't want anybody else to ever see. And that is one good thing I did do when Ryan was going through his hard times of his addiction was I wrote a lot and then I would rip up that paper or I would burn it because I didn't want my kids to ever find it. If anything ever happened to me, I would never want them to see the things I wrote in that journal during that hard time because it wasn't always nice. Like sometimes I needed to say like, F you, Ryan, I'm so mad at you right now. And that is okay. Release the emotion and then get rid of it. And if you are not normally um, used to journaling, then maybe you just give yourself a commitment of doing it for just a couple days a week. And then meditating, you can also take that time as soon as you're done journaling to meditate, to take everything that you wrote, maybe that was negative and turn it into a positive and think through how that would feel. Because now you've released the emotion. So now you want to put back into you the positivity, right? The the way that you want things to turn out and the hopes and the dreams that you have. Um, Also, even just taking meditation by going onto YouTube and finding a meditation or taking five minutes of quiet time to just get, you know, breath work and being able to just have that alone time with yourself is so important. And then tip number three is regulating your nervous system. I mean, I could do a whole podcast episode on this. So if you guys are interested in this, please let us know by reaching out to us on Instagram at blessmamabosses underscore, because this is one that I have really dug deep into the last two years is learning how to regulate my nervous system. So some ways that you can do that are screaming. Like when you are in the car alone, don't do this with your kids because it will freak them out. But when you are alone, get into your car and from one stoplight to the next stoplight, scream as loud as you you can't until you can't breathe anymore. Like literally scream at the top of your lungs, just like ah, until you can't scream anymore and you're out of breath. And then maybe go to the next light and then do it again to for another light. Do it two or three times. It literally releases so much out of your body. And yes, somebody might look at you and it might feel weird, but it is so good for you. Also singing. And you know what? This is something I've learned in the last couple of months is how important singing out loud and dancing to music is for your mind, for your body, for your emotions to release. So why not have a dance party with your family, but also when you're by yourself. And if you can get through three songs of singing or dancing, it's actually even better. Like it increases increases endorphins and serotonin, just like working out does. Isn't that amazing? So dance around that house, people. And then of course, like yoga, those movements of yoga, where you're really pulling and stretching your body and deep breaths multiple times a day. This is something that I started doing um, after learning a little bit more about it through Tracy Lit. And so now I actually have four timers throughout the day set where I just stop for three minutes. It's three minutes, you guys, of breath work. And I just set the timer for three minutes when the alarm goes off. And I do 
all different kinds of breathing. You can find all those on YouTube. There are so many different ways to do breath work. And then also PMA, present moment awareness. Okay. This is a great one. This just means you're activating all five senses. So if I'm sitting in my chair in my office and I decide to do PMA, I'm literally using my sight to find something to focus on. Maybe it's a shadow on the wall. Then I'm listening for something as far away as possible without judging what it is. Like I don't need to define if it's an airplane or a jet. I'm just listening to the noise. Next, I'm literally using my sense of, uh, feel, right, of touch. So maybe I'm scratching my legs or I'm letting my feet touch the ground so I can feel it. I'm smelling. What do I smell around me, right? So utilizing all five senses actually activates your nervous system and helps you to release. And then also being in nature. Nature is such a great therapy. So if you're not feeling well or you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling stressed out before you go into the positive space of talking to to yourself about what you're grateful for and how awesome life is, which it is, maybe go outside and stand in the grass. Maybe go outside and hug a tree. I know it sounds crazy and I used to giggle when people would say that, but now I've actually learned about earthing and how good it is for you to touch actually nature and to be in nature. So even if it's just standing in your front yard, standing in the grass, looking at the wind blowing the tree leaves for three minutes, it is going to help your nervous system and all those things will help to regulate you. And then you can go to the positivity part, which is what are you grateful for? What is great in your life? What can you do to continue to move forward? And what's tip number four, Kelly? Yeah, I love it. It's almost like a reset. I'm imagining you in the grass right now, hugging your tree and it's almost like a body reset, you know, and I love that. So the next one is forgiveness and just learning to forgive. And oftentimes we think forgiveness is something different than it really is. Forgiveness is less about the person and it's more about you. God always wants the best for us. And that doesn't always mean it. He doesn't mean that they are, there's not going to be hard times. There will be evil will show up sometimes, right? Even, even show up for us and show up for others. But forgiveness is always about forgiving the situation, using it to grow, having empathy. So maybe there's a situation right now that you need to forgive and not just saying the words forgiveness, because I do think sometimes you're like, oh, I have forgiven, but deep down, have you, is it still holding you back? Um, really, really, truly forgiving. And then one thing just to add in is to cry it out. You know, Blair and I were just chatting a little bit ago about crying and having tears. And we both are strong women, but guess what? We both cry. We both allow ourselves to feel that emotion. I just cried yesterday and it was over something really silly, but I could not control the tears and it was good. It felt so good to let them stream down my face and just be in the moment. Don't hold it in. It is okay. Crying is not weakness. Release it. So if there is something and you feel like, Hey, you know, I'm trying to be strong. I don't want to cry. You know, maybe, maybe, it's the moment, but let it out. It is absolutely okay. And you will grow so much from that. So cry it out. Don't hold it in. And here we want to know, we want to hear from you. Have you noticed that, have you noticed that positivity bypass is in your, is in your life? Have you been doing this? Can you think of a time, maybe even today, is there something that you can journal about it and find what works best for you? Have these tips helped you? Do you have something that you have done that has helped you with this? Share with us what you do. We want to hear from you. You can tag us on social media at blessed mama bosses underscore. You can certainly tag our personal accounts, Blair Critch and Kelly Hoover. And if you're not part of our free community on Facebook, we would absolutely love to invite you in. You can go to blessed mama bosses group.com and join in. We have some few 
uh, free resources inside the community and other resources that we can do. And there's so many things with inside that community and lots of people that you can meet inside. So we'd love to have you join. And if you have anything that you want to hear us talk about, have a guest on about, we would love to, to have that as well. So we are excited that you tuned in today. Please rate and review this podcast if you haven't done so already and share this with somebody who maybe you think is is having some sort of positivity bypass or they are needing these tips. We hope you have a great day and make a great day for others. So we know all about the curveballs life can throw at you. And guess what? We are determined to help you create the life and the business, the family balance that you absolutely deserve, which is why Blair and I created the Vision Boards Concierge. If you haven't ever been involved in vision boards, I am telling you it is one of the most powerful tools for creating the life and the business and going after those goals that you truly want. You visually can see it and then you can implement this within your family. The vision board concierge is something that you not only can do, but you can do it with your children and help them set goals and really set their dreams. It is incredible. You can find vision board concierge at blessmamabosses.com. Go under courses and then go under vision boards and grab it there. I am telling you, this is a tool that Blair and I do at least two to three times a year, not only with ourselves, with our children and as a family, a vision board will truly set your dreams on fire. If you have not hit the subscribe button to Bless Mama Boss's podcast, will you do that? Will you hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review and tell us what you think about this episode? We hope you have a great day and make it a great day for others.